My name is Emma Martin, and this is the Lazy Keto Mum Podcast. If you are looking for help with keto and low carb, you have come to the right place. We're going to talk about a few more keys to make this sustainable. So hopefully you're already on the journey. You never stop learning. So regardless of whether you're here again or you're here hearing this information for the first time, you can still take stuff away from it. And I'd encourage you to listen, not to hear the 10,000 things that I sprout, but to hear those one or two things that really resonate with you and go, actually, you know what, I used to do that and I'm going to do that again. Or, wow, that seems like a good idea. I'm going to try that this week. And so we're going to talk a lot about mindfulness and gratefulness, which doesn't seem like it has anything to do with fat loss, but it has everything to do with fat loss. There's nothing going on. This relates into the fact that you're not a tree. (laughs) What I mean by that is you can move at any time. You're not stuck. And so these are kind of the the keys of how to move yourself forward. We're going to talk more more about plateaus in the upcoming um, episode, but this is actually about keys of sustainability. And I think this is where the magic stuff happens because a diet ends or we fall off a diet. This This is a lifestyle and it needs to be like that for your health. When we bring in stress into our journey, I'm not doing this properly. I failed again. I should have done this. I know what I'm doing. Why didn't I do better? Blah, 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 blah. You know, that chat that goes on in our head, that incessant, stupid chat, it goes over and over and over. We sabotage ourselves. But it's actually not your fault. And do you know the reason why? We have three brains, right? The brain we're going to deal with right now is the kind of fight or flight brain. This little brain is still a crocodile. It's still a reptile. This brain is, its job is to identify danger and assign a neuron to that. <laughs> so what it does is if something, it thinks something's going to be bad for you or, oh, my God, that didn't work last time, I'm not going to do that again, it embeds it into your semi-conscious because our brains are energy hungry. And so they need to do anything they can to reduce the amount of energy it uses. That's how we stayed alive. So what it does is it attaches meanings. So some people are scared of spiders. It Maybe that's irrational. But a spider jumped at them once and their their crocodile brain has attributed that to death, you know, or life or death. What happens when you say, I can't, I won't, I didn't, I shouldn't, I couldn't, all of those things, what do you think you are telling your brain? That prehistoric spider crocodile brain, you're actually telling it that you're in danger. And what happens is you sabotage yourself. Because when you are perceived, when your brain perceives that you're in danger, you release cortisol. And cortisol is best friends with insulin. And insulin is a fat storage hormone. When you have high insulin, you cannot burn your body fat. It is biologically impossible. It's a survival mechanism. Our ancestors... Oh, wake up in the cave. Oh, we don't have much food. 
what are we going to do about that? Okay, let's go hunt. So off they go outside the cave. Are you going to walk outside that cave if you're an ancestor and you're going to go, oh, it's a beautiful day today? What if the saber-toothed tiger is right behind you? No, you're going to have an eye for danger. So you're going to walk out of that cave and go, oh, shit, okay, and you're going to be ready, fight or flight. Do I have to run or am I going to fight? That is instinctual. So when you beat yourself up, you are causing fight and flight, which is cortisol release. And not only that, when this happens, your body expends energy because it thinks you're going to have to run or fight. So what it does is it releases glycogen or glucose. And that glucose, if you don't use it, so you walk outside, you're like, where's the predator? Got your spear and there's no predator. You're like, oh, actually, it's kind of a nice day. That fast fuel that got released has to be restored because it's blood sugar and blood sugar is toxic. So guess what it stores it as? The F word. Yes. So stress isn't good for you. All of that worry and sabotage and doubt and, you know, I'm seriously, this is my biggest stressor, worrying about stuff that I can't really control, worrying about other people's opinions, worrying about if keto's going to kill me. Not anymore because I know it's not. But, you know, all of that stuff, stuff just sabotages you and locks you in that mode. Crazy. So we're actually our own worst enemies. So um, we're going to talk a little bit about how and why, and we'll look at some other factors as well, because this is a topic pretty close to my heart. I'm like sabotage sabotage queen. So I sabotage all kinds of things. And I like, I give you a bit of a nod if you can relate. We, We just get into our own heads and we find reasons and stuff. And you're like, okay, well, what has this got to do with weight loss or fat loss or health? everything because did you know that cortisol is inflammatory and when you have inflammation you've got all this other stuff and your body slows that down to prioritize that and blah 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 blah, blah, blah. and on it's just an incessant loop hormones another key we've spoken about cortisol inflammation um, but there's other hormones at play you have to balance all those hormones before your body can let go food Every time you eat that apple, because that an apple a day keeps the doctor away, you're spiking insulin. Insulin is a fat storage hormone. So there's there's multiple factors about why you might get stuck moving forward. If you're resonating with any of these, that's what you write down on a post-it note and stick on the fridge and work on this week. Maybe it's self-sabotage, self-doubt. So minimizing insulin spikes, minimizing cortisol spikes, et cetera. Okay, that's all very well, Emma. That's fine, but what do I do? How do I do it when I'm, you know, I'm so used to stress. We live in a stressful environment. Um, Well, you know what? Put on some music and dance. Put on some music and dance. Building a playlist of happy songs that you can move with, groove with, walk to, sing along to, this is endorphins being released. This is dopamine response. This is the feel goods. And so, you know, that's actually kind of my number one tip. And if I'm having a stressy day going, oh, my God, I've got so much to do, I don't even know where to start. I've got 787 emails. I've got 83 calls. I've got to make dinner for tonight. 
I just put on music and I dance. And I'm like, okay, let's start with the things I can do well. What am I going to enjoy? Smile. When you smile, you release endorphins and dopamine and all of that fun stuff as well. And your body, your alligator brain, your reptile crocodile brain goes, oh, cool. We're just going for a walk. Might find some yams. As opposed to, whoa, where's that predator? And we live in a stressful environment, right? So it's it's a challenge. It has to, you have to create it. And so that's why when you get told to go to the gym or you get told that you must eat less and move more, that's really stressful. And we know they're flawed, but that that's one of the reasons they're flawed. It's not going to serve you, just saying. So doing things you enjoy, prioritizing, and you know, not of all, all of us have jobs we enjoy, but we have elements of what we enjoy in those jobs. And if you don't like your job, you probably need to change it because life's pretty short. And how important is health to you over other things? Not everybody has the opportunity to leave jobs, but I will say if you're not happy with something, change it, change it, reclaim your happiness. This is a technique that I've found especially useful and it seems so weird. And if you want to, you can play along with me. But And I promise you, if you do this in the mirror when you're feeling crabby, it will just change your day. If you raise your eyebrows and you smile, how do you feel? Like you want to laugh, right? And couple that with gratefulness. I'm so grateful for you guys being here. So grateful for the sunshine today. So grateful for the awareness and the self-knowledge that I don't have to follow a forward food pyramid anymore. All of a sudden, you have a different outlook. Gratefulness, raising your eyebrows like it is like, yay, you know, it seems the stupidest thing ever, but it works. It is impossible to feel crabby when you're experiencing gratefulness. It's just a technique to create endorphins. So hopefully you're smiling, even thinking about that. Inflammation. Basically, it's when our environment or things we are taking into our body causes a reaction inside us that our body must look after and it must prioritize it. And that inflammation can be caused by things like um, seed oils that we've learned about, um, sugar, we, I know, not popular with the general consensus, people love sugar. Chronic stress, stressful job, coronavirus, being sick. Think about illness and being sick. Your body has to prioritize and mobilize an army. How much work does that take? It's got to find the invaders and it's got to deal with them. So when you are ill, you you have this mass inflammation because your body is trying to, that's what fevers are. They're trying to burn off the invaders. Inflammation comes from things that our system's having trouble dealing with, chemicals and toxins and smoke from the environment. When I was a kid, we had a big sugar mill in the middle of the town and there wasn't a year went by that we didn't have black ash when they were burning the cane fields. The, the black ash would just settle on our school books. We used to all cough and splutter and, you know, the asthma would be higher and it would be wheezing and whatever. Like that's the kind of stuff your body has to deal with before it does the other stuff. So if you've got inflammation and stress and all that going on, you've got to give your body a break. If you've been dealing with illness, and a lot of us this time of year have been, you've got to make sure your sleep is good, got to make sure you're getting enough rest and good nutrition. The 
thing is that when we're not well, we want to grab fast energy, but that's actually the worst for us. You've heard chicken soup for the soul. Chicken soup, seriously, is one of the best things you actually could eat. Put a slow cooker on, but eat real food and you'll get better faster. This week, I just want you to think about what what changes. Firstly, what have you made? What are you proud of? I've been drinking more water. I've actually got off sugar. I've improved my cravings. There's tons of things you can be proud of. Firstly, I want you to acknowledge that you did good. What are you going to work on next? Is there something you've heard in this episode that you went, oh, okay, hold on, that's my next bit. But yeah, celebrate your wins and what can you work on next? Like it's it's actually that simple. And when you make these little tiny shifts, pivots, pivot, 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 all of a sudden you're like, oh, wow, the naan bread doesn't make me feel so good. I better not, you're not going to have that. Or, oh, bugger, I ate the naan bread again. I don't feel very good. But next time I'll try and make a better choice. And at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. 